Hey everyone, welcome to CrewCast. It's a podcast for guys of every generation. And I'm Todd Mullins, the pastor at Christ Fellowship Church here in South Florida. The CrewCast is a series of real conversations with other men designed to help you grow in your faith, live with purpose, and become the man God has created you to be. Welcome back to CrewCast, a series of conversations for the guys of Christ Fellowship Church. CrewCast is designed to help you live the life that God has called you to live by inspiring your faith and giving you practical tools to walk out with. I'm your host, Jonathan Samuels, and we got some special guys with us here today. We got none other than Pastor Ryan Labs, who is over our Freedom and Care Ministry here at Christ Fellowship, and Pastor Cole Robinson, who is our downtown West Palm Beach campus pastor. Welcome, fellas. How are we feeling? Excited to be here. What's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah, good, good. Listen, we're going to get into some heavy topics today, but before we do that, I feel like I want to start with a question uh, that is a little bit on the lighter end. I actually am going to cut you off. And I'm oh, going to okay. ask the question at the beginning today. So I, the only question I have for you oh, no. is what direction does your lawnmower drive in? We now, talk about every other today. person would say that it drives forward. What direction does yours go? Let me give you some back. No, there's no context. And before you answer, yeah. you also understand that Jonathan lives on like a half acre in Port St. Lucie. The I, only I place do. you can own a half acre half in acre. South Florida. Wow, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I started living there with a push mower and uh, I needed something that wasn't a push mower, a riding mower. And the only one I could find was one that was gifted to me, but it only goes in, reverse, in reverse. Right? So, <laughs> so there's a video that your wife has of you driving backwards. And then yes, with the creek in my neck, and, and bro, there is a hill on your property. There is. There's hills in Florida. But you were there random. recently. How are those lines, though? bro? But I mean, they're a little. Well, squiggly. except for the massive line on the front where you totally missed it. Yes, <laughs> I got it with the weed. So you don't. Okay, so riding lawnmower not your thing. Smoking meats is your thing. Yeah. So I'm not. I haven't reached the age. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, I haven't reached the age yet of smoking meat. So I'm 30. <laughs> so I think at 35, I'm going to start yeah. getting yeah. interested in this. That, but for you guys, yeah. That's when you got to make fans. the choice. Right, okay. Are you going to start smoking meats uh-huh. or really get into World War II history? Yeah, it's, there you go. It's, it's a call every guy's got to make. We've got to do We've it. We've made our choice. Mm-hmm. And We're smoking. What's, what's something you smoked recently? I uh, did, did some ribs, did some pulled pork. Ah, oh, nice. I did a brisket for the I holiday. I air fried some it was good. hot dogs last it, night for my family. You can family, do that so, if yeah, you want that's to. That's great. Okay. Real fast, Cole, who cooks more, you or your wife? Definitely me. Absolutely. Wow, Ryan, you? Oh, uh, 100%. 100%. Listen, we're breaking all sorts of stereotypes on, on yeah, this podcast. Right. All that's three right. of us are the majority cook. Listen, it's, it's, it's great to have y'all. It's going to be a great day. Today we're talking about, um, and we're going to be discussing the topic that matters really to all men, no matter what age you're in, mm-hmm. or you, what age you are, or no matter what season of life you find yourself in, because uh, we all need guardrails. Yeah. We need guardrails in our life. And you don't have to look very far into the lives of the people that are around you or in social media or in anything that's popular right now to find families who've just been shattered because they haven't had good guardrails. And I can't help but wonder, like, how do we even get there? So today, I want to talk about how we can avoid the bomb going off and instead set some guardrails really early on. Yeah, it's great. I think uh, it really starts with some grace for every person listening to this. So the first might be that you kind of have found yourself in a situation where the the bomb has gone off. Maybe there's mm-hmm. some trust that's been broken. Maybe there's something in your life that's got a hold of you, a hurt, a habit, or a hang-up, we like to say at Christ Fellowship. We mm-hmm. want to say that this is for you too. Yeah. Uh, and the other side of it is we want to talk about how maybe we avoid even getting to that place. You know, I love our senior pastor, Pastor Julie. She says often, she says that little decisions are big decisions in disguise. And here's what she oh, means yeah. by that. She's basically saying that the little choices we make every single day they add up to the big decision. That when you wake up in the morning, your day goes one way 
or it goes another way. That mm-hmm. little decision to make your bed or not make your bed, right? It kind of steamrolls for me personally mm-hmm. into I don't make my bed. My house is a disaster before I even realize what happens, right? Yeah. Now that's a small and kind of seemingly insignificant one, but let's talk about maybe purity in our lives or addiction. It's like the little step that we take is actually something that can get a hold of us before we even know it. Now, nobody wakes up and nobody chooses in their life to have something take over. Mm-hmm. No one decides like, you know what? I want to be a slave to alcohol or I want to be a slave to pornography or I want to be a slave to spending money or going out and doing something that would disrespect my spouse. Like no one chooses yeah. that automatically. I think yeah. it's just little decisions that add up. And, you know, Ryan, yeah. I love having you here today. And Freedom and Care at Christ Fellowship is really anybody who's walking through, man, pain or something they've experienced or yeah. it's gotten a yeah. hold of them. And your story uh, of redemption is so powerful. It's incredible. I want to hear some of that today. And, and I want to hear for you what this has meant in this past season and also how you pretty much every day, like you dedicate yourself to helping people have guardrails, get out of the, the situation they're in and actually help them stay out of it forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and that's so true. You know, the, those little decisions, you, you just don't realize the ramifications of, of little decisions until you find yourself so far in, mm-hmm. you, you don't even, can't even begin to think, how do I get out of this? Mm-hmm. And, and I found myself in life in, in that place where I don't know how to get out of this, you know, uh, struggles with, with mental health early in life, depression and anxiety and, and dealing with that pain and not sure how to deal with that pain, uh, trying to cover up some of that pain, turning to drugs and alcohol, mm. which, which lasted for me well over a decade of, mm. of uh, abusing my body with, with liquor and drugs and, and really just beating on my brain trying to stop wow. this pain that I'm experiencing yeah. and and not just substances but but people you know uh, uh, using people bad relationships destructive relationships to again try to mask some of this pain because yep. uh, just not knowing how do I get out of this mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm so stuck and and I don't know what to do to get unstuck and and I'll tell you what that for me that that the answer was and and something I think we we can continue to talk about, for me, the the resolution to that was relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, first and foremost, surrendering my life to God and saying, yeah. "God, I, I need you. I yep. need you yep. to come and rescue me from this from this pit, from this trap, from this place that I'm stuck in." But but I also need people. Yeah, yep. you know, I need the right people around me, people who are encouraging me, people who are are praying for me, people who are cheering me on. I I, I need people too, and and I think we all do. Yep. And it doesn't matter if your trap or your pit looks like mine or looks totally different. It's it's through relationship that that we really get to experience freedom, and so that's uh, part of being part of freedom and care at Christ Fellowship. That's one of the things that we are determined to do, really, as a church, not right. just as a part of the yep. church, yep. Mm-hmm. is to create places where people can find the people God has for them. That's good. The people yep. to walk with them. The people to come alongside them, like uh, Romans 12, 15 says, we weep with those who weep. Yeah. And when we're in the pit, we're weeping, right? Yeah. But yeah. we also rejoice with those who rejoice. So we yeah. need friends that are not fair weather friends. We need people <laughs> who are with us heart and soul. Yeah. Mm. You know? That's so good. I, I think uh, having people that are alongside you, but ahead of you maybe in that process yeah. is really critical. Will you go back to that real fast and yeah, talk yeah. about the, the type of people we need in our life if we find ourselves in that place of stuck? Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, uh, when when 
someone is farther down the path than you, regardless of what that path looks like. You know, uh, Jonathan, you've had children longer than I've had children. <laughs> now, uh, you've never said, I'm, I'm smarter than you, Ryan. I'm better than you, Ryan. But you might know where some of those pitfalls along the road are. That's great. Yep. And, and I can learn from mistakes that you have made. That's great. I can learn what works because you, you'll share that with me. You'll mm-hmm. say, hey, Ryan, I know you're trying this. For us, that didn't really work. We did this instead. And you Got can it. point out the pitfalls before I fall in them. <laughs> and, and, and we need mentors, spiritual leaders like that in our lives. Yeah. We need people side by side with us as well who, who can just say, hey, I've done that and it hurts. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, you don't practically, need to do that. Practically, relationships are a guardrail. So mm-hmm. like, I've got people in my life, and listen, you're listening to this, and you go, oh, here goes the pastor again talking about <laughs> accountability. I actually want to reframe accountability here in a second. And also, I want to be clear that accountability is not just around purity. Mm. Accountability is like, what kind of dad are you? Yeah, absolutely. What kind of friend are you? What kind of follower of Jesus? So let's, let's debunk some of the accountability, and I'll be vulnerable and say that uh, Jonathan is an extremely close friend of mine, that we've had a lot of these conversations. Jonathan can ask anything at any moment about my life, and I'm going to answer. And what I've realized is that that guardrail in my life of accountability through relationship Essentially, for me, I had some pain kind of in the the church that I grew up in. I, mm-hmm. I would say it's a miracle I'm in church now, mm. much less a pastor. It's it's kind of funny. Like wow. the church pain that I had growing up from people abusing power, abusing that word like accountability. Really, the accountability is this. Accountability is not you can check on me. Accountability is I trust you. Yeah. So yeah. what I mean by yeah. that is it's not you're going to call me in the middle of the night and ask me what I'm doing. It's like, (laughs) I trust you to know everything about me. Mm -hmm. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So one of the things is that oftentimes we find ourselves where we don't want to be because of a secret, right? A a, a skeleton in the closet. And I think that we're only as healthy as our secrets. So if you've got secrets in your life or I've got secrets in my life that no one knows about, the guardrails don't exist. And honestly, the wheels come off because Mm -hmm. no one can check in on us. And it's, it's really powerful for me to have people around that there's nothing off limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I want to talk more about that, kind of practically what that means for us. Um, I'm really passionate about this, and I've been talking about it a lot, especially in our young adult ministries, um, that guardrails are not meant to contain us. They're meant to provide safety for us. Mm-hmm. So if you're driving, you never look over at a guardrail and think, I really wish that wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah, speak yeah. to that real fast because, right. I mean, we get that with practical guardrails on the sure. highway. But when we are talking about parts of our life that needs yeah. guardrail, guardrails, it doesn't feel like it's meant to help us. It feels like containment. No, not at all. It feels like you're contained because you're like, well, you know, like if that wasn't there, imagine how far I could go. And what I want to say to that is imagine how far you could go and you don't know the ramifications of that. Mm -hmm. So you bust through that guardrail guardrail on the highway. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what's on the other side of that. It could be oncoming traffic. It could be a lake, whatever, you know, it's an, it's an illustration, but the reality is in our life, the same thing exists. And, and for me, I've just decided personally um, that my guardrails are probably a lot tighter than other people would want them to be. Mm. But man, I'm so grateful for them. So, you know, some of the personal guardrails I have is that I don't watch anything. I mean, nothing unless I research what's inside of it. Mm. So what I mean by that is like you get on Netflix and, oh, it's R or like it's TVMA. How bad could it really be? You know, like <laughs> I've got a subscription to a website. I'm not afraid to say mm-hmm. um, common sense media that basically I go on there and I'm like, what is inside of this? Oh, there's wow. three nudity scenes. Mm. I will not and refuse to watch it. 
Not because yeah. I'm going to be legalistic and, oh, I'm so bad. No, because I got no desire to see anybody else but my wife, right? Mm. I'm going to set that guardrail in place. The same, same goes for uh, my relationships. I don't hang out with the opposite sex, right? Unless my spouse is there. I don't yeah. have texting relationships, things like that, because I value my marriage too much because yeah. the blessing that is on my life is far greater than anything else that I could find mm. out there. And, you know, those guardrails, again, some of us, we might think they're constricting, but really it allows freedom because I'm mm. on a highway of a healthy marriage. Mm. I would much rather have that than a train wreck of yeah. a marriage that leads yeah. me on the side of the road. Yeah, you know, that's really good. <clears throat> and one of the things that I heard you say as you were talking about uh, these boundaries and guardrails you put in your life is you did them for a reason. Like you had an objective like direction that you were heading towards. Right. You, you said, yeah. I'm not going to do this because I value yeah. this. And I think many times when we're having these conversations of the guardrails we wanna have, we only play the defensive, I'm not gonna do this but we really don't have an offensive Yo, vision, that is so direction yeah. for, yeah. can y'all speak to that a little bit? Cause you, you're speaking to your family and to your spouse. Like, what does that look like for us to yeah. be offensive, not just defensive? Yeah, well, I mean, when, when we find ourselves in a battle, you know, and in this life, we're gonna find ourselves in some battles. Mm -hmm. we, we only have the weapons that we bring with us, mm -hmm. right? When you are in the middle of a struggle, facing something uh, hard, something terrible, something life changing, mm -hmm that's not the time yes. to come up with <laughs> some coping again. skills, yes. right? Yes. That's not the time to say, you know, I should probably get a little accountability Let me fix it now. Going. No, you can't. Yeah. No, it's, it's, too, it's late. too late. It's you're, too late. You're in the battle. Uh, and that's not to say if someone's in a struggle right now that there's not a way yep. out. Mm -hmm. But I, I think to your point, we need to be offensive. We mm -hmm. need to be proactive. We need to start to develop those skills and those muscles and those friendships now yeah. because we will be in battles. We <laughs> will be in struggle. It's a, I, I can promise you. You, you said know? you're not a sports guy, but you're, you're, you're speaking my language right now because that's so true. And Pastor Todd taught a message uh, probably three months ago now um, that honestly changed my perspective of accountability and of guardrails forever. Uh, the message basically uh, is where's your line? He asks us the question and then he mm -hmm. says, move your line. So he, he gets out a piece of duct tape, bright, really duck, <coughs> bright yellow <laughs> duct tape. And he, he stretches it across the ground and he goes, the line's here. Sin is on the other side of this. Right. And I'm just going to get as close as I can to that line. <laughs> yeah. Like we all do. Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. no, actually you need to rip that up mm -hmm. and move your line 10 feet away yep. mm -hmm. so that if you even remotely go near it, you are so far away from the edge of destroying your life or going off the deep end uh, that you've got room to error. A lot okay. of us, we well, a lot of us, we set our, our, our boundary and our guardrails right on the edge. Mm -hmm. yeah. So instead of there being 10 feet between us and another lane of traffic, right, we put the guardrail right on the outside. <laughs> and if we get close enough, a semi-truck might take our windshield out yeah. because it's hanging over just a little bit further than we thought it would. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's really good. And what it looks like on the outside, though, if you're practical enough to set those guardrails 10 feet away, it feels like you've overcommitted or you made the choice that's like, why would you have a blocker on your browser? Why would you mm -hmm. not have a what? That doesn't make any sense. Um, and so if you look at it from a maybe just a physical perspective or maybe just an outward in perspective and not a spiritual perspective, mm -hmm. it really just looks like you overcorrected. But I want you to dive a little bit deeper with those actual steps that you've taken that are like 10 feet away from the line that other people may look at and say, that's dumb, but is, has been the thing that's provided grace in your life to not fall over that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, uh, Ed Cole had mentioned earlier, just, uh, 
protecting his family, protecting his marriage mm-hmm. by how he interacts with, with women. Mm. You know, the, the world will look at that and say, that's just weird. <laughs> that's just weird. You, you mean no. you wouldn't have coffee with a lady who's your friend? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, I, I wouldn't that's do right. that. Yep. I, I don't want the perception of sin. Mm-hmm. I don't want to introduce doubt or worry into my wife, uh, into her thought process, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and, and so uh, the idea of, of setting those guardrails, it might look weird to other people. Mm-hmm. But Jesus says we are a peculiar people, (laughs) so let's protect ourselves and be peculiar and and have those pieces, because you know when people find themselves in in a situation where where their family might just blow up, Mm -hmm. you know, oftentimes they'll say, "Well, yeah, I I just made a mistake. Yeah, I just made a mistake. No, 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 you didn't. You 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 willfully sinned. You made choices that were were." deliberate whether or not consciously you want to admit mm-hmm. that to yourself yep and and so but you did it way before you yeah. did it way before and yeah, i think yeah, that's yeah. something we don't talk about enough and mm-hmm. because we need to make sure everybody feels love the message yeah. of grace of jesus but i just want to speak to the christian that's listening to this um you make a decision far before you make the final decision mm-hmm. yep Not a single person wakes up and goes, I'm going to cheat on my spouse or become addicted to pornography. All right, let's speak to kind of the purity aspect Mm -hmm. of this. And, you know, it's not always about purity, like I said, but it's something that as guys we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, You make a decision to allow yourself to look at something on Instagram before you go find a website. Mm -hmm. You allow yourself to spend time with a woman alone that may be casual and, and friendship or you allow a glance or a look far before you have an affair. It That is the decision that you make that takes you further. Jesus said it like this. Mm-hmm. He said, if you even look upon a woman, you committed adultery. What mm-hmm. is he saying? You start here, you end there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't just yeah, yeah. end there. It doesn't just happen. And um, for me, I think even, so let's talk to the guys that are maybe in high school or middle school, college. For me, uh, I've given up secular music for the most part. Um, you know, I still listen to it every once in a while. I have some fun with some boundaries and guardrails around it. I gave it up because I'm incredibly impressed at my soul's ability to retain something. Mm. So I uh, work out at a CrossFit gym. I've gone for like seven years and I haven't listened to Drake in five years. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. I could probably recite 50, 60% of Drake's lyrics. Let's go. <laughs> Just because I, I, I'm in the gym and it's, it's around me. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. hearing it yep. on the radio that I'm not choosing. It's just happening. And all of a sudden I find myself recycling lyrics that I did not actually choose to listen to. And I'm like, I don't want that to be the soundtrack of my soul (laughs) or what I watch on a screen, what I watch online, what I'm seeing, what's going in my filter of my eyes becomes the screen of my heart. Oh, that's so good. So the music you listen to is a soundtrack of your soul and what you watch is the screen of your your heart. So basically I'm going, I'm going to set a guard around my heart as Jesus would say. And that word guard is actually the word prison. Hmm. I'm going to prison my heart you better check in before you get in and you're going to check out before you get out. Like, I'm not going to say something I shouldn't because I'm prisoning it mm-hmm. and you're not going to get in there unless I let you in there. That is what stops the train wreck down the road is like mm-hmm. the, now I got things that I have to deal with every single day. Mm-hmm. I got to set guardrails. I got to move guardrails. I got to challenge myself. So this is not a story of perfection by any means. Mm-hmm. It's going, I've actually had to do this because I know how human I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, that's really good because you examined yourself to know the areas in your life that you are susceptible. Sure. And uh, one of the best books I've ever read about uh, uh, sexual, things like that that we go through is a book called Unwanted by Jay Stringer. Yeah. And one of the things he says is uh, your lust, is it should you should listen to your lust. 
Because mm-hmm. what he's saying is, you, many times when we're talking about this in the spiritual aspect, we're only saying, I'm just tempted by this. And it just comes out of the blue because Satan hates me, right? That's what yeah, we think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the truth is you have specific idiosyncrasies. You have specific things in your life that you are tempted towards that no one else may be or other people may be, but you are specifically tempted towards. And that has to do with your story, your history, yeah, your correct. background, the things yeah. you like. And the things we're tempted by are, are related to and situated within our story. And so as you were talking about that, um, the thing that popped up in my mind was a vision of a dashboard. And as you're driving a dashboard, you have these signals that pop up. It's like, you're flat. You're low on gas. Yes. My whatever. check engine light's been on for like three <laughs> weeks. So it's, <laughs> exactly. not good, it's not a good exactly. example for me. So it's in your story, I heard you PTSD. essentially say you had a check engine light that popped up and said, ah, this is something for yep. me yep. that I need to pay attention to. How uh, can we, as we're talking to even the younger generation, how can we help to set that check engine light? And what are some areas that those things need to pop up in? Well, I, I think to that, to your point, we... We do need to ask Holy Spirit yep. to search us, mm. right, and and to help us to see what is displeasing to Him within us, um, and and we need to study ourselves. Yeah, we need to be a scientist of ourselves. Try to understand ourselves. To to your point, you know, some of our 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 natural sin nature in mm-hmm. our flesh might be birthed out of trauma mm-hmm. or pain yep. or disappointment or unmet expectations yeah. and and so to try to cover those feelings because we're not comfortable with pain mm-hmm. or trauma or ex- unmet expectations to cover those pains we have compensated with these these other behaviors mm-hmm. you know and these other behaviors may uh, have a physiological effect mm-hmm. you know I feel good because when I engage in this or that, neurochemicals are released and, <laughs> yeah. and, and make me feel good. Mm-hmm. So to go back to the to the to the why will help us to change the what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. I just watched a video uh, on Instagram of a guy. I won't say his name because his lifestyle is a little bit crazy, but uh, it went viral because Christians began to repost it because this is a guy that has every I mean he has everything. He's got yachts. He's in Dubai every weekend on his own private jet. Uh, he's got things on his Instagram that you can imagine for yourself that every guy would want in their brain, right? Mm-hmm. And he actually comes out and he goes, I've come up empty. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I don't know, how many times do people need to say it for us to realize, mm-hmm. Tom Brady said it 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. He literally said on a video, I've got five rings, like there's got to be more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not a Super Bowl champion. I'm 5'6", <laughs> so I'm not going to be a Super Bowl champion. But I'm literally like, this guy has everything, mm-hmm. Right and yet has nothing at the same time. And I think that we have to realize that we have to we have to see it and we have to go, I need to protect the thing that God has given me because mm. God gave me this life and I'm gonna chase these other things, right? That are gonna suppress and not address what's actually going on. And that's something that I, in my own life, um, I know probably all of us at this table have had to do that, that we actually have to address what's happening and not just suppress it. Mm. So the check engine light that's on in my car right now that my wife is like, please get fixed. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it. I got to take it to somebody else who can fix it. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I wish I could pop the hood yeah. on my Volkswagen and fix it. I can't. Okay. I need to address it. So there's a place to address that. All mm-hmm. right. So, you know, one of the places at Christ Fellowship is Celebrate Recovery. Yep. It's a place that is is safe. We call it CR. It's at a lot of our locations. Ryan, I want you to speak to what that is because again, I can walk in with a check engine light and go, hey, something's off. Can we talk about that? Yep. Yeah. And and uh, so Celebrate Recovery, it, it is to your point, it's a safe place. Yep. It, it's a place where 
from the person who's leading from the platform through every person who's sitting in a seat ha- has recognized something just isn't quite right in life. Mm-hmm. Whether there's something that hurts that they want to work through, uh, maybe they've been stuck in a habit or a hang-up and they want to break free from that and experience the freedom that God has for them. It- it's a place where we can put down our walls, where we can openly discuss things without fear of, of judgment or, or ridicule and and be able to talk through those things in a place that is is affirming of who we are in Christ. Yep. You know, that uh, we are all broken. Mm-hmm. We are all equal at the foot of the cross. And, and God has more for each and every one of us. That's, mm-hmm. you know? That's good. Uh, when you're saying that, and what I've heard each of you say individually is... Uh, it reminds me of the vulnerable nature of taking this step forward. Yeah. Yep. yep. That the first thing you have to do is to recognize, mm-hmm. check the engine, mm-hmm. see that there's an indicator, and then take that next step. Speak to the person who says, if I tell anyone in my life, this is going to, I'm going to hurt feelings, I'm going to blow up my family, or I'm hidden. I'm in a place of power and I don't know what to do. Just speak to the person who may feel like they're vulnerable, but they need to take that step out. What would you say to them? Uh, the, the, the pain you're experiencing, because that's painful, mm-hmm. right? To stay in the shadows, to stay in the dark. Uh, you, are, you are handing power to darkness when you're there. Mm-hmm. And, and that darkness can't hurt you once you're in the light. Mm-hmm. And, and I, would, I would let you know, you, you really already are hurting your family. Mm. Even even if you're not aware, you are already causing damage. Wow. So let's let's limit the damage and start to work on the healing. Let's find that healing that God has for you. And it does take. I mean, it takes courage. You know, it takes supernatural strength. And and God has that for us mm-hmm. to step out of the darkness, to show up in a room full of people you don't know, right. mm-hmm. and to say, I'm I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. And and I need some help. That that really is hard. Yep. Um, but that's where healing begins. I love that, and and I love. I wrote this down months ago. It actually just kind of actually, yeah, long time ago. I wrote this down. The vulnerability creates influence with those closest to you. Hmm. So we might think that if I'm open and honest about this, I just dealt with a situation today where somebody that we're, we're kind of walking the situation through, they were open about something and the family was like, I'm so glad you came to us about this. Hmm. Their fear of rejection, of shame, of hurt was there and it's real and it's valid. And not every person's gonna respond in a grace-filled way. And, and I wanna be clear about that. that you know, there's a difference between a healthy person responding mm-hmm. and an unhealthy person, but that vulnerability to that person actually built a bridge probably far stronger than anything you could have built otherwise. When you're open going, I am dealing with this. It's time for me to take a step. Um, You have the right voices in your life. Pastor Todd says right voices, right choices. Mm -hmm. You got the right voices that are going, great, let's do it. We're gonna, we'll go with you to CR on Tuesday nights. We're gonna go with you to talk to a counselor. We're gonna go with you to have a conversation with that person. Like, let's let's fix it together. Um, That's the kind of voice we need in our life. And we have to find that. If you don't have it, you can find it at CR with incredible pastors like Ryan and, and I want to kind of end today with a challenge before we have a little bit of fun before we close. The challenge is this. It's uh, what do you need to stop today and what do you need to start today? All of us have something that we need to stop. 
We need to stop aimlessly scrolling on our phone at three o'clock in the morning because it leads to something else. We need to stop spending time with that person at the office because it's a little bit of an emotional attachment. We need to stop. And there's probably more stops than our starts. And I don't want to <laughs> lean on that for too long, but the Holy Spirit needs to search us. And just like Ryan said, Holy Spirit, is there somewhere that I just need to go, hey, that's probably not the best thing for me right now. And then what do you need to start today? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's starting a friendship at uh, a place like CR with accountability. Maybe it's starting uh, a study to actually address and not just suppress the issue we're walking through. If you're walking through depression or anxiety, you are not lost. You are not alone. You are not broken. God has scripture after scripture after scripture to encourage you. You need that in your life. You need to start grabbing those scriptures and holding on to them. We also need to maybe address it in a physical standpoint with a doctor. Like we need to start taking steps before we end up somewhere else. Those steps are boundaries. So what do you need to start today? What do we need to stop today? And I think all of us have a different answer. Yeah. And I think what a great challenge because it's so practical for each and every one of us. So one of the things that I've tried to be good at doing is once I hear a challenge like this in my life, it's easy for me to be like, great podcast. And then I don't do anything about it. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, so I'm going to take that challenge. But I don't. I want you to pause right now, pull out your calendar app. And I want you to put this in your calendar for you to set aside time for you to begin to ask yourself, what are some things I need to stop? What are some things I need to start? Don't allow shame to keep you hidden. Yeah, Uh, uh, Instead, allow the Holy Spirit and the power you're experiencing right now to be able to encourage you to step out in boldness so you can so you can take those next steps that you need to take. Yeah. And and invite somebody to help you with that. Right. Yes. Right now, text somebody and say, hey, next week, ask me, Mm -hmm. ask me this question. And I will give you an answer. Yeah, yep. because the motivation and boldness we feel right now it may change a yep. week from now. When we look at it again and we're like, ah, I should do this. But if we have someone else that we could text right now, it'll make sure to keep us accountable as we're stepping into that. That's Gentlemen, right. this has been such a great podcast. I'm so glad that you came to CrewCast today. We have been ending on an up note, though. We've been ending okay. with some fun questions. We've already asked Cole these. So, Ryan, we're going straight to you. These are some spitfire, fast questions, either or. You got to say which one comes to your mind first that you like the okay. most. Ready? Steak or sushi? Ah, you know I'm a food guy, right? You know <laughs> I, don't I'm a food guy. I don't think he ah. understands what Spitfire means. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess hard-pressed steak. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're going to restart it. We're going to do this All one. Right. Well, uh, LeBron and Jordan? No. no. <laughs> Neither. No. Read the instructions or wing it? Uh, wing it first. Oh, okay. Football or football? Uh, foosball. Oh, that's not an option. You keep going with the third option. Podcast or books? Uh, books. Sweet barbecue or savory barbecue? All barbecue. All barbecue, All barbecue. is the right answer. And that's no right. one else has said that yet. And listen, Ryan, you need to invite me over to hey, get some of that barbecue. Let's go. I'm so glad we got a chance to connect today, gentlemen. Uh, we're so thankful that you joined us today for CrewCast. I want to encourage you to take those next steps we already talked about. We'll make sure to include some links in the show notes so you can get connected with uh, Celebrate Recovery and, and all the great things that we have to help you take those next steps at Christ Fellowship. Make sure that you're subscribed and you don't want to miss any one of these episodes. Follow us on Instagram at crew.cf. We will catch you next week.